You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Fucking worst people in the whole world. Republicans. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm you know I'm really fucking salty today. Oh no, not again, Mitch. Yes, I'm really salty. Why? This is supposed to be a salt-free zone when we record, but I'm fucking... Just call me fucking NACL because I'm salty as fuck. (laughs) Why is that? Oh, I'll get into it. All right. Good. Well, we're recording. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Episode 300. Are we going to make a big deal? Oh, my God. We're on episode 300 (laughs) of the Broadcast Geeks. We did it. I am one of your geeks, Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. We're all wearing tuxedos. Everybody's getting a fucking statue today. Yes, yes. Um, and we we should have some special guests. Like we we're said. having special guests. We're gonna have an in memoriam. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What what happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We have had people. Shout out to Jordan Waliba. R.I.P. We miss mm-hmm. you. Thanks for being on our podcast. We wish you could be on more episodes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I believe she's the only person that is no longer with us. Oh, Deacon. Shout out Deacon. Deacon. Deacon was on episode three. That was the craziest fucking episode. We had nine people talking about The Force Awakens. It was probably, I can't believe we still have a podcast after that. Apple didn't shut you down. Yeah. No, I'm just, you know, it was a lot of people talking at brunch time at El Chirito. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, El Chirito. R.I.P. El Chirito. Fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> the Chirit Street died. Yeah trick or treat street oh man we should go back in time and make that your halloween thing did we ever have michael carter on the uh on the pod no i don't think so i don't know i don't i've never met michael carter oh really no that was when i was still being gatekeeped out of the denver comedy scene some might say i still am what are you talking about spill the tea i've been canceled (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) because your association with the the four horsemen Comedy? Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Eric Lindstrom. He was never on the podcast, but he's dead. Could have been. He was alive. R.I.P. Mike Hammock's hair. Oh yeah, yeah. He bald now. He bald. Huh. I guess he might have been wearing a hat when I saw him. I don't think there's only one more thing <laughs> terrifying than the grim specter of death that hangs over us, and that's the image of Michael B. Hammock wearing a hat. Okay. And the only reason I say that is because on that one Simpsons where Marge is telling Homer how to get an audience with Mr. Burns and was like, picture him naked. And Homer's like, and she goes, I mean, picture him wearing a funny hat. And he starts screaming even worse than when he was thinking about him naked. Uh, (laughs) I was on a podcast recently. Whoa, do tell. I was on a left-hand, right-brain production of uh, Help Me, I'm Scared with Katie Bowman. Oh, Katie Bowman's podcast that's produced by JD. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to JD. Yeah, shout out to JD. Shout out to Katie. Katie Bowman. Shout out to... uh, We talked about... uh, Shout out to Marcelo. We talked about horror movies. Yeah, all our... Mark Williams. uh, Who else? JD Lopez, we said. James Woodman. Oh, yeah. I believe he's come over from the chubby behemoth verse. 
Yeah. What what did you talk about on this podcast? It was about watching scary movies. And uh we watched a movie that I picked called Z. Solo. Oh wait, sorry, what? Z, the letter Z. It was a okay. pretty movie, actually. I don't think Jake would like it very. It's it was it was a scary movie. <laughs> no, it was great. It was fun. I, I I liked it. I had a good time. That's good. What so you talked about Z. What is Z about, Matt? Uh Z actually has one of the best jump scares I've seen in, in a movie. It really Ooh, got sure. me, it got me good. It wasn't like it was like something jumped out of nowhere, but some some something fucked up really happened. You and can tell me and Jake because me and Jake are not going to watch it. I don't want to the... spoil it in case any of the people listening, all, all three of them. Did JD watch it? Wants to watch. Did, Did you know JD... JD doesn't want JD doesn't watch any of the movies that they talk about. Okay, it's so, so he's just the there old... to produce. Do we think Marcelo has seen this movie? Probably not. I don't think most people have. It's on Shutter, and it's about this uh, this woman who I don't know. She seems kind of got she got a lot going on. Her husband kind of sucks. Her kid's very needy, and uh, her kid has social issues. It seems like people are weirded out by him, and then he develops an imaginary friend named Z, and things get creepy from there. And it turns out we find out later. Mm-hmm. that the mom had a childhood friend named Z and Z is back now messing with her kid and he's trying to get back to her. And then the third act ends up, Nate might like this. The third act is kind of uh, showing how much of a, a, a battered or abused woman she is like this. You, you see hints of it early in the movie. And then at the end it's, it's all, but the jump scene, I'll just, I'll spoil it is uh, this woman. She's looking for somebody to pawn her kid off, like to get a play date with. And the woman who was, was carpooling her son every morning to school started, just ghosted her, never showed up. And so she goes to see her and she's like, yeah, I'm just hoping they could hang out. She's like, look, my son just doesn't like your son. He he said that it, he just weirds him out. And I just got to look out for my and protect my son. And just as she says that in the background, you see this body fall from uh, the top of this, this third story staircase, the head hit the banister, and then the body just kind of flipped down. When I saw it in the theaters, I was like, uh, literally aghast. I was just like, what the fuck? And uh, now that I've watched it at home, I, I rewind that scene to watch it. It's so well done. The timing of it, the, the uh, oh, it was just, it was great. Bingo Jones. You think I, I, can, I can watch this on, <laughs> if I type in Z stairwell scene? Uh, I could find it. It is messed up. Yeah, he could see. find it. He has a clip of it in that special folder on his hard drive. Yeah, I it's don't. marked homework. Yeah, he gets all Pingo Jones. I rewind it. It's I watched this child fall to his death as many times as I can stomach it in one sitting. It was just really well done. That's all I'm saying. Uh, oh, I think I found it. Speaking of movies we've seen that no one else watched this week. <laughs> uh, I saw the new Clerks movie. Oh, yeah. What did you watch it on? Uh, what was it on? Showtime? I want to say it was on Showtime. It was on Showtime? Showtime? That feels right. Hold on, I'm looking. God damn it. Stars. Okay, so you can watch it, but only if you got a premium subscription. Or you can rent it for like... Oh, four. shit! Four ninety nine. Sorry, I just saw the stairwell. <laughs> oh God! Anyhow, I don't want to think about the child's head. Uh, Clerks three is maybe the hardest I've cried at a movie in like ten years. Oh yeah. 
Oh, it was fucking bad, dude. Like, now why? Why did what? You what didn't cry when about? Tony Stark saved humanity and killed Yo. the best character in all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? No, I liked. I like teared up. Like this was like ugly. Fucking like pause it because I can't hear over my own sobbing, crying. Shut up. Oh, dude. Like the third act. Why? Uh, there's a twist in the third act that is so fucked up. Box, I gotta watch this movie. It's yeah, so, I gotta see it. It's so fucked up. It's so sweet. It's it's a real sweet movie. Does anyone die? Uh, yeah. In the movie? Yeah. Dante. I don't know. He wasn't even supposed to be there. I don't know which one dies. I can't tell you guys who dies. <laughs> oh, it's Elias, isn't it? Or is uh, it Silent Bob? Oh, fuck. Oh, dude. I'm just gonna Google it. Jay, no, everybody. don't Google it. Don't Google it, Mitch. It'll ruin it the up. fucking movie. It'll ruin it. It better It'll not ruin be it. fucking Rosario, man. It will ruin the movie. She's already dead. It'll ruin it. She died in she died in the second one. No, she didn't. Or Rosario. she di- she dies in reboot, or she's already dead in reboot. What? No, yeah. I, you spoiled reboot for me now. It's like a side thing. It's like world building. It's not like the main focus of anything. So Randall wasn't in it, or was he? No, Randall's in it. He says he quit Clerks 3. Well, he did. Uh, the Weinsteins never paid him. Oh. Yeah, they were too busy jerking off into daffodils or whatever. Only one of them. And then uh, he didn't really publicly bitch about it until it came out that he didn't want to do Clerks 3 like seven years ago. Well, it says here they he he didn't want to do a version of it. Uh, he said there was a different version of the script that I didn't think needed to be made. And uh, he ultimately didn't go forward with it. It was yeah. A- yeah, but Hurricane think, Sandy draft that Smith had put together. Yeah, that was all after he got paid. I thought it was an earlier article because he was the one that was dragging his heels for years where he's like, I'll do it as soon as you fucking get me paid for the last one, dude. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and he knew it was like him and Kevin didn't have any beef. He knew it wasn't Kevin withholding money from him, but he was like, hey, man, those are like the guys you still work with. Can you get me fucking paid? There's an episode of Smodcast, which I'm sure is almost impossible to find now. Uh because the database is white uh he had thousands and thousands of episodes but where he came on a live episode and talked about it but he's like done well like he lives in the woods in like northern cali oh jeff uh jeff does jeff anderson yeah okay cool but it's it's a beautiful movie if you would have told me that a kevin smith movie was gonna hit that hard i would have been like okay sure oh dude kevin smith movies always hit that hard what are you talking about he's never hit the dude this is like some different shit what about the scene in clerks 2 where they're in jail and randall gives that fucking speech where he's like i hate everything and everything's stupid to me who would even want to be my friend that fucking got me because that's how i feel all the time yeah no he's good at like those moments this one's one that would like like make my parents cry like Mm. this is this is like this movie should have gotten awards but the fact that it's like a third part in the kevin smith goof troop trilogy i think probably precludes it from any kind of consideration and anything but like nobody's acting has moved me as much as the shit in the third act of this movie and the whole movie's amazing it's not like there's a big tonal change in the acting quality it's just that like fuck dude he wrote the shit out of the ending Hmm. okay well shit man uh is ralph garman in it yep nice i like to see garmy in there garmy strong his daughter's in it. Everybody, every single person that's still alive from the first movie is in it. You mean like in real life or character wise? Like every real life person that was a friend of Kevin and Walt's back then that played a part in the movie. Jason Lee. Well, he wasn't in Clerks, but is Jason Lee in it? 
No, I'm talking like the chick who sucked 37 dicks in a row. The guy, yeah, the guy who comes in and like is like the older guy that's standing behind the kid buying the cigarettes. The kid buying the cigarettes. Like everybody's in it. Every my, single person. One of my still favorite alive. lines is, you know, try not to suck any dicks on the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy some Chulis gum. Oh, yeah. Nails. They saw nails up on the wall. It's it's really great. Hey there, sunny boy. <laughs> it's and it's about them making clerks. Basically, it's real, real fucking meta. Yeah, because yeah, Randall yeah. has a in from the trade. This is in the trailer. Yeah. Randall has a heart attack, a la Kevin Smith. And then he decides to make a movie because of his near death uh, experience. Mm. And they end up making a movie about working at the quick stop. And then, yeah. Yeah, it is. And they're making clerks. Like it's it is, obviously uh, clerks. Is Snowball in it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mosher is a small scene. Uh, Flanagan. Oh, and then a ripped Ethan Supley. Brian Johnson, Ethan's in it. Ethan also played Snowball, but in Mallrats. That wasn't his name. Yeah, he was the same character. What? Yeah, him. he's the same guy in... What, is, uh, what, what does he say to that kid? It's a schooner, you dumbass, or yeah. something like that. It's like, ha, 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 you dumb bastard. <laughs> schooner is a shit. Easter Bunny's fake. Oh, shit. Melissa Benoist is in it. Yeah, Supergirl. Because Super. of Kevin directed those episodes of Supergirl, right? Yeah. Or The Flash. Homies. And she grew up in Castle Rock. Well, oh, hell yeah. Supergirl represent. She used to play volleyball with my ex. Oh, hell yeah. And was hated by the other girls. Because she's so hot? Nah, she got like weird treatment because of her acting schedule. And that was when everybody was young enough that it was just a fear infuriating special treatment. Anthony Michael Hall. Ben Affleck. Yep. But no Matt Damon, probably. He wasn't around till Dogma. Yeah. No, dude, it's really good. I also watched the new Tetris movie, which I'm also sure none of you have seen. I've seen no, it's on Apple part. Plus. Yeah, yeah, I know that thing you guys are supposed to be watching. Microsoft till I die, motherfucko. Oh, is that the pillar you're gonna fucking hoist no. yourself up on? Of course not. Oh, yes, I'm being <laughs> facetious, Jake. Yeah, the T- Taron Egerton Tetris movie. Yeah, makes, about he goes me, to Russia. Yeah, it makes me more excited to see him as Wolverine if they go that way. So, all right, all right talk yeah. about this because uh, I watched the trailer for it and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I I watched the Gaming Historian YouTube documentary about this very same thing, Mm -hmm. but uh, it'd be nice to see it dramatized. Yeah, it's basically the same as the Gaming Historian thing, where this guy was just like this like weird dude who was raised in the United States, but he was born in he lived in Japan, but he was born in the United. He was he was a representative of yeah, but he was I think he's Dutch. And then he was raised in New York and then moved to Japan to get in the video game business and married a woman over there and had kids and Mm. was living in Japan. But he wasn't American. He just spoke American. It was like, hello, fellow Americans. I am yippy whippy cowboy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, except no, he had like a normal American accent because he lived in the United States during his formative years. But uh, so give me give me a synopsis of this. From what I could tell, there's a business guy that that wants to bring the Tetris creator over from Russia. So they have to deal with political channels and, Dude, and all kinds of other shit. 
that's like the final step. Basically, it's this guy who's a video game licensor and like publisher, small, small video game publisher back in the boom mm-hmm. with, with NES and Sega when there were independent publishers all over. Mm-hmm. And he's at a video game demo and his like model hot chick has wandered over to this booth to play this Tetris game. And he goes over and talks to these guys and they claim to have the rights to the video game. So he starts acquiring the rights from them. And then you slowly find out that like no one really has the rights except the Russian government. And then this Mm -hmm. guy is so desperate. He's like, well, fuck it. I'll go over there and figure this out. And like with no prep work or knowledge of how to like deal with the Soviets or anything, this desperate lunatic just goes over there and tries to figure it out and then figures out like, oh, I got to get the fucking creator out. But like the KGB is chasing them. Hmm. And in real life, the KGB was chasing them. That was real. Yeah. Like they were in a car chase that resulted in accidents and deaths escaping from the KGB. Like it was a real deal fucking like it's a crazy real life action movie story that happened around this video game guy who was just as desperate as a man could fucking be in 1986. Wow. Yeah. That desperation paid off though. And then they they, yeah. Because they worked out a deal with Nintendo because I had a Game Boy and I had Tetris with it, of course. Well, that's what's crazy, that's- dude. He was already he had already worked the deal with Nintendo before it was figured out that the whole thing was false. So, like, that's part of his desperation. It's like this little publisher had figured out a giant licensing deal with Nintendo, but he didn't actually have the rights because of this weird shit going on in oh. Russia. Because oh. the Russians I mean- told this guy he could sell the rights, and then he did sell the rights. And then as soon as it made money in the West, they were like, listen, this isn't yours. This is ours. And he was like, I checked to make sure I could sell it. And they were like, that's when we thought it was stupid and nothing. And right. then this guy becomes an enemy of the state. Wow. Because I'll tell you, they were, those were like peas and carrots. Tetris on a Game Boy? Well, that's that was the thing. Oh, God. They, there's like a beautiful scene with him going to Nintendo of America and pitching them Tetris for the Game Boy and being like the one of the first 10 people to see it. Wow. Yeah. And then, they, you know, the rest of the story is that they decided to package Tetris along with Game Boys and it ended up you know selling a bunch of units of the actual system because everyone wanted to buy the game but but again this guy had already made that sale for the game boys before he had secured the rights legally right so like he so he had this giant like one of the biggest contracts anybody had ever gotten out of video games put the cart before the horse but he didn't know that he thought he had done it in the correct order oh geez and then finds out it's russian voodoo nonsense oh no yeah, it's fucking cool, man. Right. And he and he like pulls it off, and it's not super actiony, but it's like he's playing more of an adult character. Uh, like I just I like seeing this. I could see how I could probably buy him real easy as Wolvie. That's cool. Because I yeah, he's he's in the running. I think he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, dude, he rules his eggsy. I, I think he'd be a great Wolverine. I think if they gave him the Marvel workout treatment and he grew out his chops, which we know he can grow because he grew him to be Elton John. Yeah. Uh, he'd be rocking, dude. And also, like Hugh Jackman, he could sing. And also, he's almost the right size. You think? What yeah, is he? they publicly lie about his height. He got called out about it on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was like, I see that you're six foot. You want to stand up back to back? <laughs> What'd you say, I just, Mitch? I just sent uh for later use, Matt. It's the the documentary part of it before you watch the actual movie of the history of the gaming historian history of Tetris. I would do it reverse. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. I would watch the narrative version first because they are so close to each other that it'll take like they didn't 
fictionalize it enough to make it still super entertaining if you watched it in quick succession. Okay. So Taron Egerton is 5'9". Right, and they're lying. I think he's 5'5". Five, five, oh. 5'6". Five, he's lifting? They all are. It's really rare that a Hollywood man's height is reported correctly. Interesting. If he's super tall, they're usually shortening him down. And if he's super short, they're heightening him up. All right, wait. Well, what are, so let's see. What are some movies that this guy done? Rocket Man. I haven't seen Rocket Man. Have you? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Kingsman 1 and 2. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sing. Not 3. Sing 1 and 2, both good movies. Haven't seen yeah, it. He's as tall as a gorilla in that one. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't seen that with your nephew. Yeah, he's about as much into musicals. I mean, he's 13. It's more than just a musical. I mean, it's a movie where they're singing, but it's a movie, and they they sing because they're putting on a show. Yeah, but he's a 13 year old boy, so he like wants to watch Daredevil do a triple Lindy and then kick a dude's face off with me. Oh, I mean, my girls want most of that too, but we love sing. It's so good. Uh, it's it is really good. I like the second one too. I like the second one possibly more. Yeah. Uh, it, it gives me goosebumps at the end when uh, 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 Scarlett Johansson starts singing the song and then Bono's character is in the back and his dead wife is there and he can't go out, but she gives I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. She like, incur- you know, she gets him to go out there and then it's just a very good moment. Yeah, like, dude. Is it so- Sunday Bloody Sunday? No, it's uh, I still haven't found what I'm looking in for. A so uh, he plays this age, this aged uh, uh, um, rock star, rock star that stopped everything when his wife died, and he got out of the business. And he's been out for like ten years. He's been kind of reclusive. And Wouldn't it be cool if that happened to the real Bono? I like you too, so I don't feel that way. Dude, anybody can stand on the monitor. <laughs> so they uh they go track him down to bring him back for this show. And he just he struggles, you know, all that momentum of being away from the limelight and, and missing his wife and yada yada. But it's really touching. It sounds good. I mean it everybody that's talked to me about it sells it to me. It's just I haven't yeah, done it. Have you guys fun. watched Royal Fucking Crackers yet? Seth McFarlane is in Sing. Nice. I'm Sing sold. one. Sing one. Royal yes. Crackers, a friend of ours is on it. Have you guys Royal. watched it yet? I, I, I watched part heard. of it. Uh, I had it on my tablet while I was editing those multiple podcasts that we still have yet to put out. Oh, Dave Borey? Yeah, David, David Borey and Andrew Santino. I don't, I don't know that guy. You didn't. You were around when he was around before he was big? No. Remember when I talked about how I was gatekeeped out of the friend friendship Mitch. of all of the... Yeah, everyone hates Mitch Jones, but they no. will acknowledge no one, me. No one hates you. I know a they bunch do. of people in Denver comedy, and they all like you so much. No, nope. I don't know anyone that's ever smeared your name. And the only thing I've ever heard that was bad about you is that you were a juggalo. And That's uh, not bad. That's well, actually pretty good. That's how I felt, though. So, <laughs> well, it was Mitch, me who said it. It's the only thing we can think of, <laughs> right? Other than that, well, you're, you're near perfect. I can't get rid of all my stuff because it's. I'm waiting for one of them to die so I can sell all my shit. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I I am at. For me, I don't know what's sadder, Violent J with a dead Shaggy too dope Ooh. existing without Shaggy or Shaggy without existing without Violent J. Who's more your favorite? I don't know. Which That's why they both have kids. to die at the same time. You know. Which one has more kids? I, 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 let's talk about Sing. Uh, let's talk. <laughs> no, what were we talking about before? We were talking about Royal Crackers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I watched part of it. 
Um, it was, uh, I, I, I was kind of like just glancing at it while I was listening to the sultry t- sounds of our voices in podcast past, which you can find on Apple podcast, Spotify, Podbean, and Google podcast. There's 300 of them. I started using Stitcher on my phone. I don't know if it's a good one or not, but it's working for me. Nice. nice. But yeah, dude, Royal Crackers, uh, it just got renewed for a second season. So already. To, yeah. Damn, it premiered yesterday. No, I think it's been out for a week or two. It's been out on demand. It premiered technically yesterday. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. Uh, good job, David Borey, to your continuing success. Hell yeah. And good health. Yeah, he's hilarious. I need yeah, two dude. burgers with diarrhea, uh, cheese. <laughs> it was very good. Quantum Leap's been ripping it up. Yes, it has. I, the uh, first season? First season ended last night, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm catching up on the back half because I, I watched up until the season break where they did the Stand By Me episode. Uh-huh. But then I watched the, um, fuck, what was that one? Karen Page. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, Karen Page. I love you, Deborah Ann Wall. I'm so sad that she won't be Karen Page, at least in the first season, knock on wood, of Daredevil Rebirth. Yeah, apparently, according to leaks, this has all been explained. What that there she's actually is in there. Oh, that Daredevil is going to take place during the blip. Oh, cool. Well, good. Oh. I like it. So she, blipped. yeah, she was great. Okay, and foggy too. Then that's, I mean, that's what makes the most sense because, like, they acknowledged the other day that it's a continuation of the Netflix show, and but it's during the blip, and he switches suits it's apparently no he gets the suit like during she hulk it's gonna be apparently the rise of wilson fisk during the blip oh so he actually does die in hawkeye no he's probably back in echo with the artificial eyes just like in the book Mm. that was like a terrifying that was like a shot for shot of the panel from the book of how he goes out the end of one issue and then but he doesn't go out he just gets robot eyes right but it's the same thing where it looks like she's executing him and you don't see him dead in the book and then he comes back with robot eyes Mm. yeah man i uh daredevil has been he's quickly been promoted to my favorite person in the marvel cinematic universe because his fucking helmet doesn't come on and off every two seconds well because he's blind well yeah but unlike most of the avengers I guess Sam Wilson doesn't do this either, but like, keep your fucking helmets on, Marvel. What are you doing? Yeah, Scott Lang. Justifying a paycheck? I don't give a shit. No, if you sign up to play a superhero, you better fucking know that your face will be covered for the most of it. Uh, Or in the case of Batman, you will get some chin action. Fascist. Ant Man's (laughs) makes more sense than like Iron Man's or anybody else's. Iron Man, they can show his face. They did it perfectly in the first three movies where it's just a blackout with him and the reticles around his eyes and everything. That's how you show his face, but keep the helmet on. Well, and everybody outside of his suit can hear him perfectly, whereas Scott's got that voice modulator in front of his mouth to talk to the ants. So like him shouting and shit wouldn't work as good. So he needs to fuck it off every once in a while. What did I tell you about having perfectly logical explanations to everything I'm pissed off about? That you love it and it's comforting hey guess what guys uh, oh uh we have special a special guest? guest yay but uh yeah so wait what was the so oh, hey guys the quantum leap hey he's chris quantum leaping baker. hey chris baker <laughs> this is one of our special guests back Originally, hey what are you guys talking about we were just talking about quantum leap the new quantum leap oh i've not watched it is it any good it's so yes. good jake swears by it i swear by it as well 
It's so good. The season finale just happened, and it was bonkers, wacko, nuts out, butts out, fun in the sun, crazy. Yeah. Hold on one second. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. Nuts out, butts out. I have a lot going on right now. Chris Baker, everybody. everybody. He's currently fighting a group of raccoons in an alley, ladies and gentlemen. He was standing by a dumpster. Wait, is he at my house in Trinidad? He might be. That's what I got going on over there. He just follows the raccoons to wherever the treats are. I didn't know Baker's a trash panda. Uh, He's their leader. He's the pipe piper of trash pandas, except (laughs) he he follows them to the stash. Jake, I got to tell you, I watched... Can you tell me too? What? Can you tell me too? Oh, of course. I can tell you, Matt. Um, I did watch the first, the the Karen Page as a singer in the 70s, and then also the Paging Doctor song. And then I fell asleep during the third one, but then I woke up at a critical point of where they find out why Addison's going to die. Yeah. But also, I I don't know any context around it. So I just, I woke up and was like, spoilers, turn it off. Nice. Dude, the last couple episodes are crazy. Sorry, I'm back. Sorry. Like the the way they weave their time travel story and the justification behind it is like fresh and different. And it because it like could have gone very easily into just being the Terminator. But they avoided that with like some cool twists. The shit they do in the final episode, like I'm so fucking excited for the second season. And they showed clips from like four or five episodes from next season. So they're already in production. That's sweet. How do you stop quantum leaping? Yeah, that's that's Uh, the whole show, man. That's what it's all about. He's trying to find his way back to his body. To his original body. So he has to leap and time through every person that's ever existed until he eventually leaps into his own body. Not necessarily no. every person, but just like they, they couldn't really con- like in the original series he couldn't really control it. And he would just hop around. And that was his whole thing was about trying to get back home. And there'd be a couple episodes where he'd get close. He'd be someone like close to his life or like close to his time or see himself. Um, God, that show was the best. <laughs> yes. And this, and this show is about one of the guys he saved back then the guy in the Vietnam episode magic no way runs the quantum leap program now and they spent all this time studying and getting new scientists so they'd have more control over the algorithm of ziggy and did it, it up and the dragon con one year i was in the elevator with dean stockwell and oh. he was wearing he was wearing the hat cigar in mouth and i kept trying to get my friend's attention <laughs> like, yo it's dean stockwell and like he could not be bothered but <laughs> yeah so it's yeah. though like the idea is is that this quantum leap exists because they were going to figure out how to go get sam oh but before this quantum leap launches they have their own quantum leap incident and That's the scientist great. that wasn't supposed to leap leaps and you spend the whole season finding out why but you he, he has the help of Janice Calavici, Al's daughter. Yeah. yeah Mickey, you got to get in on this, man. She Tilde instead of Squiggly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, they keep showing over and over again that they're trying to figure out what he's doing with his trajectory because now that they have more control over the leaps, they can kind of determine where they want to put somebody through, okay. the, through the algorithm with like small precision. Yeah, but, he wants to leap into the future. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, fuck, man. I can't wait for you to see the finale, Mitch. You're going to come into um, an episode hot. Hey, I'm going to uh, come I, into an episode or come on an episode? Both. Either. Uh, I'm interested. Hey, Not I don't have a lot of time. I'm I'm at a friend's birthday party. I don't know Whoa. if you guys have talked about John Wick 4, 
at no, all. I haven't oh. seen it yet. I also want to hear um, about D and D from you. So, um, yeah. So real quick, John McFour, uh, it, it's it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, uh, but uh, Sweet Becker, there is a 15 minute nunchuck fight scene that is better than anything the Ninja Turtles have ever done. And oh. I want someone to deep fake Michelangelo's body over Keanu Reeves so badly. Oh <laughs> yeah. man, dude. Where he's he's you know because the whole thing is gun fu. He's doing gun fu, but then he gets a pair of nunchucks and he does shit where you know he's a mid fight, throws him around his neck. Bop, 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 grabs them back and like he uses them like I, you've never seen nunchucks used so perfectly and like the like that whole movie it's like 20 minute set piece and then a little break dialogue 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 20 minute set piece dialogue, dialogue. and it's just like yeah. and every time you caught your breath you didn't and like it's it's a goddamn near perfect movie how much um, man Zookas? he's not in the fourth one damn no TikTok man. Um, well, he was but, the hobo uh, in the last one, so I thought. But oh, I saw D and D yesterday, and yeah. um, and that was e- eternally fun. I gotta recommend not going to the bathroom because I went during the bathroom during what turned out to be the funniest scene in the whole movie, mm-hmm. and I have not heard. I'm never gonna hear the end of it from everyone I went with, and uh, there's a random cameo of. Of, of a very famous actor playing like a halfling and uh i'm so bummed i missed it but no the movie was just like it was it was goofy but not too goofy you know it was yeah. every moment you felt like you could feel like all right here's when the players are rolling and like every now and then they'd roll and they'd roll huh. bad you know like you could tell like it felt very much like you're watching like the visualization of a game being played or in nice. like there's only like one awesome. or two like things that weren't actually from the D and D universe that were in it that were made for the movie, yeah. but everything else was spot on. And like like there's a there's a scene where like it's in a trailer where like uh, this character is like imagine like being the 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 DM like all right guys I have this awesome thing planned out you're gonna do this and this and this and this and blah, 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 going like long plans and then the character steps on a stone and ruins the whole thing and it's like God damn it yeah, <laughs> I just that- all day planning this thing and you ruin it in one roll <laughs> um, it's oh. so fun man i hope they make a million more of these it's just uh, it's chris pine being full-blown chris pine and Do they make any kind of meta jokes about um like a saving throw yes or roll or like uh, a critic, not critical, yeah, roll critical initiative or, or a nat twenty or I don't know, just something. They they is... do it all very naturally. Like you know when these things are happening, you know when these things are like like oh this is them like they're clearly doing this thing or right like this fan, character fan this character looks at an object and he's like oh I know what that object is and he rolled for whatever and he could tell they're like oh this is actually this object we really need and um. Awesome. It was, dude. It, it was just so, 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 so fun. So, and so fun. And, and he just, plays a he plays the bard, I assume. Yes, and <laughs> it's Got so it. perfect. I love the most attractive, like action lead star guy playing the fucking goofy ass bard. <laughs> it was just yeah. I, just, I like I just that. Got the, um, I just got the uh, AMC A-list movie pass thing, and I'm oh. basically seeing everything right now. I'm every Monday. I'm going to a movie. I'm going to see Mario tomorrow. Nice. Oh, dude, I want to see that. That's one of the things I've been salty about, fellas. I want to see looks air. Like it's gonna be shitty? <laughs> no, it doesn't look like it's going to be shitty. It's the movie I've been looking forward to all year. The, the reviews I read from people I trust reviews. were saying like it almost is a kid movie, but it's not. It's almost for diehards, but it's not. It's like not for anything. I, I'm it's, much more excited about seeing air. I'm seeing air next Monday. Yeah, air is going to rule. That's getting yeah, great I, I heard they knocked it out of the park. I remember like yeah. I was watching the NBA All-Star game. Like, why the fuck is Ben Affleck here? I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, because Michael Jordan gave him tickets. Well, yeah, because Michael Jordan was also like, get me all day as you and my mom, and you can do the movie. <laughs> yeah, he was also wearing unreleased Travis Scott one Chicago's. Oh, of course he was. <laughs> on the talk show circuit. So he was wearing, you know, eight to $12,000 sneakers. 
Affleck or Jordan? Affleck. <laughs> Michael Jordan doesn't leave the house. <laughs> yeah, and Michael Jordan only exclusively wears his worst sneakers. Dude, uh, Jake, did you see that Jordan just sold his house in Chicago? It finally sold? Well, I don't know if it's sold, but I saw the listing for it, and it was hilarious. Just watching, like, some of it's kind of dated, but it's still just like, I mean, he has, like, the nicest gym in the fucking planet there. The and whole then, like, basement's a humidor. The whole basement is yeah. humidity and temperature controlled so he could leave his cigars <laughs> anywhere he wanted and they wouldn't go bad. Huh. That would so also work for weed. Uh, yeah, this is 300. Is 300. It's, yeah. it's 300. It's technically 302 because we have 2.5 episodes. That, that house has been listed for 13 years, Chris. Oh, 300 geez. million. No, I'm just kidding. No, oh, it's man. 28 million now, but oh. it started at like 35. Yes, but to answer your question, yes, this is the episode that will be numbered number 300. Heck, yeah. That's crazy. Right? 300 years ago, we started this thing. <laughs> <laughs> what a series finale this oh, is. Oh, wait, you've seen Clerks 3? Yeah, I did. That's the hardest I've cried at a movie in a very, 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 very long time. Do you agree? Yeah, they they, they put it on Jump Street, what was going to happen, and it seemed like so obvious when it was over, but that whole movie I was watching, and then I got surprised I was like no you know and i was ruined that it, it ruined me i i it was one of the literally the hardest i've cried in the last year like watching that fucking movie yeah Jesus. you guys it's brutal like kevin smith handles the realism of it oh it, it's a fucking gut punch <laughs> have you have you have you heard him explain what the original clerk's three script was no oh way different it involved a theater shooting it was inspired by our theater shooting out here and it was going to be like they made a movie and a theater like someone's trying to shoot up the theater while they're showing their movie they made and oh. james hunt bob save the day or some shit and it was super dark and super fucked up uh, oh so, yeah so, Clerks, so clerks four might happen when they're releasing clerks two um <laughs> i see what you're saying uh uh also i just want to throw this in there if you guys are if you guys really man. hate yourself uh if you really really hate yourself and you're tired yeah, of hammering nails into your ball sack i might recommend watching the new the last season of the flash which it's 13 episodes and six of them have been filler episodes about side characters that are new that don't matter and it's the worst shit i've ever seen in my life i just i've been watching it since day one so i'm not stopping and i i mean it's why i started podcast or joined the podcast deal because i was watching that show and it's the worst the Flash has, been, has barely been in the last five episodes. Whoa. Well, that was kind of cool. There's been like two cool episodes, but like legitimately it's, oh boy. It's like Dexter's like last season before the, re, like the reboot thing came out. Like, oh right. my God. How do you Dexter feel about the new Party Down? Party Down was perfect. I just finished that. That was, that was a literal perfect season of television. That's that the whole season? episode. It's only six season episodes. Oh no. I just thought that was like a mid season break with them. Oh no, that's back it. Up. They, did they get no, renewed? It. I don't think they want to. They didn't. This was. Oh, but that, that, that mushroom episode was the best portrayal of mushrooms I've ever seen on TV. Yeah, I watched really the episode good. like 10 times already. No mm. fucking way. The last season had like 12, right? What, yeah. what show is this? Party, yeah, Party Down. Down. It's about a catering company. It's the most accurate service industry portrayal. Oh, ever does been. this have like uh, that Justin Long guy or. Um... No. <laughs> wow. got, uh, no, no, no. The guy from Freaks and Geek. Uh, oh, yeah. Martin Starr. Martin Starr. Yeah, who's gray hair now. And we've seen him when he was a 13-year-old kid and Freaks and Geeks. Now he's an old wizard. <laughs> yeah, and it's got the kid from Hank Azaria's show and the oh. Disney Channel. What's the Hank Azaria's show? Brockmire. It's the kid from Brockmire. Right. Um, well, hey, I'm sorry I can't stay longer. I love you guys. I gotta get back in there, but Chris happy Baker, good to see you, man. Bye, Bakey. Uh, happy 300. Matt, Jen, Jen Valdez says she loves you. Oh, I love uh, you, too, you guys Jen. soon. All right. Be good. Bye. Later, buddy. Jen Valdez. Uh, oh, man. Wow. All right. So wait, Mitch, 
I'm sorry. Yeah. I got to go back to you. Why are you salty about Mario? Because it's the movie I've been looking forward to all year. Yes. Um, I've been loving these trailers. I watch it. I fucking feel it in my chest watching these. And it comes out on like Rotten Tomatoes today. And these fuck ass critics fuck that are going to feel my boot on their fucking neck. They have the audacity to give it a 55%. Unmitigated it, goal. It wasn't even a fan bombing, though. It was the critics. Yeah, well, critics are dumb as fuck anyway, except dumb. for all the critics that are on this podcast currently. Right. Um, You're listening. You're not dumb. Critics have been good to children's movies traditionally for like the last 15 years, though. Children's here's critics. the thing. So people are like, it's got no plot. And I was like, well, this is kind of what I was afraid of because it looks like it's Mario Brothers, but it's also Donkey Kong, but it's also Smash Brothers, and it's also Mario Kart. I feel like that was what my secret worry was all fucking along, but like... It's a 90-minute kids movie. It's Mario. It's fucking made by the same people who did Minions and Sing. So it's got a good track record. So I should go full back on the My bosses. My my current new bosses made it. Mm, Sam and Nathan. NBC. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I was just, I'm so salty about it. I was not having a good day. And the fucking, I've been looking forward to it all year. And to see that not have like a fucking 90, high 90s percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I know doesn't mean anything. Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. You know, I don't, I don't know what it is. The internet's just ruining everything. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I want to see it. I'm going to watch I, it with the kids. I also want to see it, but it's just one of those things where I want I want the thing that I like to be universally beloved and no one talks shit about it. Now, here's what I've read about it, though. I read that Seth Rogen refused to do a voice for it. So he said, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm not going to do a voice. This is what I'm going to do. And that's that's what it is. And he thinks his voice works well for Donkey Kong. I um, don't disagree with that. Donkey Kong's a fucking giant ape who loves bananas. What is he supposed to sound like? George Clooney? And weed. Bananas and weed. Uh, banana Kush. I mean, yeah, banana Kush. There you go. Like, I feel like Donkey Kong, the only other time you've heard him talk is in Donkey Kong 64, and all he does is go, okay. So, banana. I love Donkey Kong 64. Me too, dude. So good. So good. uh, I don't know, man. So, I mean, I guess if you count the Donkey Kong really creepy cgi animated tv series it was on do i count it i love that show don't you talk bad about that show donkey kong country ruled it was creepy 2000s era animation was it good yeah but like uh, the animation is very creepy very early 2000s it was way less creepy than the kirby cartoon kirby cartoon was traditionally animated though kirby right back at you i mean i'm sure they had some sort of half cgi yeah, I think, but I think the half CGI was terrible. Well, it was mostly hand drawn. Fair, fair enough. Hmm. All right. Well, you know, when does it come out? Wednesday. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Wednesday. What's the other movie that comes out tomorrow? There's two. Air. 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 That's right. Duh. Big just said it. All right. Um, Big Door Prize has a new episode tomorrow. You guys aren't watching it. It's on Apple TV. Yeah. Look how creepy that looks. Yeah, that looks great. The eyes are creepy. Everything else. Well, that was a surprised image. That was the creepiest image they could find. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see. Still creepy. I don't know, uh, man. I'm not worried. I I I don't really get, like. I I don't give a shit. Chris Pratt. I'm sure he's going to be great as Mario, but he's not. It's 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 going to be Bowser is going to be great. Jack Black. Luigi's going to be great. But like, I think my biggest fear 
going into this was okay so this trailer is all over the place it's mario kart smash brothers it's donkey kong it's mario it's fucking what else is it is it going to be yoshi's story what's what's going to go on here i guess i'm just i was having a bad day at work and i was then i saw that and i was just like you know mitch is in the parking lot he looks disgruntled Uh, yeah, it was a real like Master Skywalker. What should we do? And I was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, so all right, so I have it here that um we might have another guest in about 15 minutes or less. Are we gonna still be less? Um, yeah, hopefully less, right? Because I want to hear what kind of scoop he might have. Yeah, did I give it away? No, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh well then i i got shows to stretch on big door prize rules chris o'dowd kicks ass per huge oh yeah you were talking about that last time yeah really good crazy premise crazy show yeah i think it's gonna get real weird but i'm excited for it okay. animal control continues to be quite funny the character building's going well i hope it gets a second season but we oh, all yeah. know how fox do mm-hmm. uh young sheldon what a fucking what a goddamn perfect show once again did you watch i don't know if i've asked you this but did you watch big bang i've seen it and it's one of the worst things i've ever seen so it's interesting that you're you're very invested in a prequel to a show that explains why a main character is the way he is but you don't really know or care about that show right because that show sucks but this show's about that character growing up in west texas in the late 80s early 90s and that's a good show four four guys being creepy in an apartment with like very uh judgmental views of nerds sucks this is whoever's doing this is just, just doing a you better didn't know job very many nerds no i knew at, nerds at, but that, it's, at that age it, yeah it was no it like it capitalized on nerd shit being cool mm-hmm. in a in a weird way that i don't love and then also the jokes are just flat it's not the worst thing ever i shouldn't say i hate it it's just like i wouldn't watch it even if it was playing on tv i'd flip to something else no i hear that does young sheldon have a laugh track no what are your thoughts on laugh tracks on a live studio audience or a laugh track laugh track they're bullshit i love a live studio audience but like yes man why did the flintstones have a laugh track that wasn't <laughs> very few animated cartoons are dr- ever in a live audience puts a terrible strain on the animator's wrist right yeah because that's how they were pacing it was very early in tv right so that was still needed to be told when to laugh yeah they thought they hadn't really nobody had done it yet without one or without a live studio audience jetsons had one after lucy and the fucking desi set up the three camera setup dude they didn't change it till scrubs like that yeah. it, it just didn't change how you made a tv show between i love lucy and scrubs like there's very little research done in how like they all of hollywood's of the mindset of like just don't fuck up a good thing right if it's not broke don't fix yeah. um but i mean that makes sense to keep keep that standard and consistent because you have it set up and then you can just use it for everything yeah and change the background i also don't know if they were using canned laughter or showing it to an audience and recording their laughter and then superimposing it uh which show the flintstones oh okay. it could have been shown to a live studio audience because mm. it was a prime time show they were throwing money at it but mm. yeah young sheldon though is more like uh what if the wonder years was about an autistic genius and like sheldon narrates it like it's the wonder years where he comes in like maybe once 
to three times an episode to be like, and that's when I found out she was crazy. And like, but like very little updates from him. Uh, fucking Annie Potts is the grandma. I cannot sing her praises yeah. enough. What a She's goddamn great. national treasure. She's always been great though. I'd knock the dust off that ass. Uh, <laughs> Abbott Elementary's killing it. I haven't I haven't watched that in a while. I was I was getting into it. I I love that show. I think it's wonderful. Speaking of Abbott Elementary, she's like one of the best guest hosts they've ever had on SNL. Holy shit. I saw that skit where they're driving. Oh, my and, God. And they're communicating using signals. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, kiss eat, my, my ass. Eat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> eat my ass. Dude, she's one of the best guest hosts they've ever had. She tore that shit apart. Oh, was the rest of it good? Oh, it was crazy good. Well, she's that, a writer. That new cast had like two rough episodes where I was like, oh no, like it finally happened and they hired a cast that's just going to make it so weird all at once. They don't know what they're doing and this is going to ruin it for me. And then very quickly it has turned into like, holy shit, they pulled it off again. This is like the third time in 30 years that they've hired a cast that was just like all hitters. They have a couple of people that are stuck around. I saw the prank that Michael Che uh, pulled on Colin Jost. Dude, did you dude. see that, Mitch? No, what happened? So, so Michael J told the audience not to laugh at any of Colin Jost uh jokes. No, he told him to not laugh at the third joke. Oh, the third joke, right. He he like came out while they were supposed to be doing makeup because Co- fucking Che just wears jeans. He doesn't usually do anything else on the show so he just wears a blazer in the shirt he doesn't have to do much he ran out and told the audience like don't laugh at the third joke no matter what and they did like no one in the audience fucked up they all kept together and just straight faced him and then someone yelled out you stink yeah and And you see and dude you see him like doing the math of like what the fuck like i'm the head writer on the show (laughs) what the fuck just happened and i i just stank it up the worst anybody maybe ever has and michael che just starts laughing he was like told him not to laugh at that joke yeah before colin can have like a full meltdown (laughs) or be like what's wrong with you to the audience or anything he just starts cracking up and tells him then then he's shook for like the next five six jokes he can't get it together he reprimands the audience a couple of times it's very fucking funny i have to take a look at this yeah, it's good. It's oh man, I would have pissed me the fuck off. Very much so. Um you can like tell the- he's being diplomatic about how angry he is. Oh man, I want to see the documentary about the backstage of that night. <clears throat> well, you know what they do on the last show or on Christmas every year, right? Mm-mm. They write each other's jokes and don't look at them <laughs> until they read them live on air. So really? they both yeah, so they both write each other like the worst things a white guy could say on TV and the worst things a black guy could say on TV. Like that is the bit and they've been doing it for like five years now. And it get it's gotten pretty fucking wild where like now he's baiting him into saying really terrible shit about Scarlett Johansson. Oh uh, shit. Oh no. It dude, like when he did that one this year, call like when they're pulling the camera away, you can still hear him faintly being like, I have to go home to her, man. <laughs> That's my wife. She's going to fucking get me in a leg scissor takedown and fucking, yeah. She's going to black widow that ass. I yeah. like that. That'd be cool. Did you see the report about their movie? The Ninja Turtle movie? 
that it's a hard R. No, what? They're saying it? They're saying it, dude. It sounds, <laughs> so the, the Joe's Brothers Ninja Turtle movie, the live action one, is going to be a hard R Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's Dog. cool. Wow. Yeah, and there's heavy rumors that it's going to be a continuation. So, of what? The live action movies? So it'll be number four. Isn't TMNT the, the CGI animated one number four? Yeah, but they're they're gonna like disavow that one with all the alien shit. They should disavow the fucking is third Steven one too. Amel gonna come back as Casey Jones? Different universe. All right. You're thinking um, uh, Elias Cody is. Yeah. No, didn't oh. he's not talking about the Michael Bay. He's it's continuing off the Jim Henson puppets. Oh right. Oh god. The the real ones. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Real fans' brains don't register the Michael Bay movies or the rise of the TMNT. They just don't exist. Yeah. I prefer the one with Elias Cody. Is I I like that actor. I like that movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, not to change the subject, but also they announced that the the team behind the God of War video games they're gonna make the Last Ronin into yep. a video game. Yep. That's that's gonna be fucking cool. It's gonna be worth buying whatever system it comes out on. And it's already, um, it's already been leaked that Kevin's shopping around another movie idea it's a con circuit so that's probably ronin nice um are you guys caught up on mando no yeah dude that is the way this is the way yeah i'm caught up uh i i'm i'm loving it i liked that was a lot of fucking cool action i like the big puppet man that looked like swamp thing Mm. yeah dude the space pirate yeah, I have a big puppet mouth. I have a big puppet mouth. <laughs> it was very like, that dude looked like he could have been in the fucking original movies. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they still have Admiral Akbar, uh people in in the mandalorian but they're very like you could tell that the the technology for that kind of puppetry's come a long way but this dude that's like a big like swamp thing looking thing i've got a big puppet mouth i've got a big got my mandalorian yeah but it works with like the way he talks and looks yeah 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 so i mean it was pretty cool i like that big mandalorian with the the machine blaster that's played by john favreau paz vizsla yeah um oh shit uh while we're waiting for our special guest we got to talk about the slew of trailers that came out recently into the spider verse 2 baby oh dude i just watched last yeah save we're gonna we're gonna talk about that one first yeah let's talk about the bb last okay okay sounds good so yeah into the spider verse i need to watch it with headphones because i was watching it on my phone and i just uh, you know you gotta fucking hear all the things that are going on in the background um i really like the what's up danger used in the trailer i think that's one of the most emotional parts of the move the first one where he finally becomes spider-man yeah mm, yeah that's a good what's one. up danger like when he jumps off the fucking roof and he webs and it fucking catches the building and it goes can't stop me now oh dude that is my shit but they use that again in the trailer and oh shit they they reference spider-man no way home in the trailer do they yeah because miguel o'hara spider-man 2099 he's talking about all the different variants of spider-man and he's like i don't even get me started about dr strange and that little nerd in earth one nine 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 yeah so he pretty much confirms that the marvel cinematic universe is earth one nine 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 and not earth six one six like they've been saying in the mcu movies lately feige already cleared that up man what do you say uh that earth calls our earth earth one nine 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 and we call our earth earth six one six hmm 
So it's different scientists designating different Earths, different numbers, and different realities. Fair enough. How they number them? Like you think they would have some sort of numbering scheme that might work consistently, like a vibrational frequency? Well, they do. These are separate studios, but the way they can explain it away studio wise is that in the comics, within yeah, within the confines of the story, I'm talking Inception shit. Where in the they, comics they do how in the comics the the Marvel universes are numbered and very defined. Yeah, well, yeah but the regular. How, how do they number? What I'm saying is, like in in the story where a character is saying, "Oh, we're Earth six one six, they're Earth whatever." How are they coming up with those numbers? And is there a way that it could be consistent between universes? That's what I'm saying. No, it was pulled out of an acid trip in an office park in New York and the 1970s but the dc universe is logical because it starts at zero and go works its way up it starts at zero and works its way up and certain ones are named for certain reasons so like earth 789 yeah is superman 78 batman 89 universe whoa i like that yeah uh there's there's a lot of it like that so there's there's logic and poetry and the naming convention of the else worlds in dc okay cool um what else trailers came out oh, um, i mean i mean that spider-man i'm already sold i want to see across the spider-verse i care about a 2099 story it's just fucking crazy yeah i like a, that one of the worst comics of all time and they're gonna make a cool movie out of it and then they're gonna make cool comics out of it afterward they've already tried and given up again all right well then never mind yeah it's really there's no meat on those bones that's why i'm like <laughs> blown away that they're gonna make a really good movie out of it but using him in a Spider-Verse story is fun. The, being just in his universe sucks. It's bad Batman Beyond. It's really... Uh, Batman Beyond is Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man tried to rip off a rip-off of Spider-Man. And the, the it, you, you know when you look at a zine from the 90s and it's a Xerox of a Xerox? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what 2099 is. It's a Xerox that, of a Xerox. Then they try mm-hmm. to do it again with Spider-Man Unlimited. Right, mm-hmm. which is a Xerox of a Xerox Xerox. Yeah, they're going to run out of toner eventually. Yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man's just going to start looking like punk posters at the Black Sheep. <laughs> good. I uh, So wait, there was that. Uh, there was... Oh, did you watch that Barbie trailer? I just mm. saw a listing for it on IMDb. No, I, I had know nothing about it. I did not. I'm sorry. I'm going to see it with my niece, dude. I'm going to fucking see that shit. Uh, it looks great. Our uh, nerd queen Margot Robbie's in it as Barbie. She looks great. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then uh, uh, the notebook guy. What's his name? Ryan Gosling. He's one of the Kens. Simu <laughs> yeah. Liu is in there. Uh, oh. Shang-Chi. He plays an Asian Ken? He plays a Ken. And they all, whenever the Barbies and Kens, they're like, hey, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. And they're like, hey, Ken. Hey, Ken. Hey, Ken. Uh, there's a joke at the end where they're talking about a beach off. And one of the Kens, uh, Simu Liu and Ryan Gosling are like, I'm going to beat you off so good. And they're like, no, I'm going to beat you off. <laughs> yeah. That is really funny. Is it like they they play actual people been in a weird barbie universe yeah they're a barbie girl in the barbie world life in plastic <laughs> it's fantastic oh scoop scoop scoop, scoop. I, have to, I have to scoop the all right go all right. pee your butt off ladies oh. and gentlemen look who another special guest hey scoop. dropping in for episode 300 hello it's me 
It's Scoop Jackson. Scoop on the street. I thought it was Jensen. It it is. It is. You go by many names, Scoop. Jensen, Jackson, Johnson. We can't pin you down. I think you're kind of like, you know, you're like a lot of Detective Turlingtons. You know, there's a whole universe of you. We've we've done that purposely, though, to keep the trail cold. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Multiple aliases. (laughs) Welcome. What's up, dude? We've missed you on here. How's things? Uh, Pretty good. I'm uh, standing on a Brooklyn street corner right now, the place I've heard a podcast from. Oh, nice. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I just finished a hockey game. Uh, And then I got to uh, get my shit together because I'm back on the, the Daredevil born again tomorrow. Yeah, nice. So you're on set with Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. And and D'Onofrio. Actually, I haven't even seen Charlie Cox yet. I started on Monday, so yesterday, and it's all been it's all been kingpin so far. Nice, Vinny D. Does he have an eye patch? No. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> this episode I, won't, won't come out till after that comes out anyway. Wait, so. are you working on I, Echo or Daredevil? Daredevil. Daredevil. And it doesn't spoil anything. All we right. saw it in a trailer. That's why we, we said it. Yeah, but if oh, it really? was... Oh, really? Okay. If it was Echo and you was wearing eye patches or not, that would be a spoiler. Yeah, oh, no, no. Uh, I thought something happened in season three or something that just I was like, oh, no, I spoiled D'Onofrio's new eye. that's why you're there you're the stunt double he uses your cool eye they just cgi it in yeah yeah it's his high-tech eye now that scans radar in the room i'm the eye double biometrics yeah so so Uh, all right so you're you're doing that tomorrow what else are you uh, is going on in in your world uh, well uh last week yeah. Well, I guess the last two weeks, uh, I was uh, putzing around on the Joker sequel. Whoa, with Lady Gaga. Yeah. With Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yeah, we were uh, uh, we were we were filming in the courthouse that uh, that Donald Trump is being arraigned in today. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So so get oh. this. So we were all we were all on high alert for like a maggot riot the whole time. Like we we had a drill. In case they showed up, because we, we knew he could get indicted any time. Were you guys afraid and, uh, they'd confuse your clown prince for theirs? Oh my! You God. know what, dude? It's like <laughs> I we, we did a scene with with eight hundred extras outside the courthouse, and I'm like, it's you know, and half of them were dressed in clown paint, and I'm like, it's not way different. Than <laughs> a lot of people but, are asking how I got these scars. <laughs> yeah, but the the biggest news from that uh, oh, uh, is outside the courthouse where we were filming Joker. Uh, I found a butterfly knife stashed in a bush. <laughs> oh, was it Joaquin's? I think, I think Trump stashed it there. He was hoping to get out of, of today's thing. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! But I snagged it and I kept it. I've got, I've got, I've got. Jo- I mean, Joker and Trump are in cahoots at this point. Uh, have you seen yeah. them both at the same time yet? Oh no, I have not. But I, I mean, I oh. imagine one or both will show up to get that butterfly knife back because I kept it's, it. It's Joaquin's <laughs> greatest role. Yeah, there was probably Curious. some like teenager that had to go into that building, stashed it there, and was coming out looking for it. Yep, and then some 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 <laughs> some weird eyed bald guy found it in a bush. Was like, sweet, <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the Joker's knife. <laughs> yeah, never hurts to have a second set of prints on a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally put my prints on it all over the place too. <laughs> yeah. 
Someone is walking into court being like, I've got the murder weapon on me. Oh, shit. <laughs> I ditched it in the bushes outside. Go look yeah. for it. Oh, this would be a sweet CSI episode. This guy who's an electrician for production is in all these weird places and has access to all these weird spots where people are dying. It's like that traveling comedian. It'd take him so long to put together that it was you. Yeah. Oh, I like this already. Yeah. <laughs> You can have you just, it. Yeah, you guys just pitch dialogue on this new project you're working on? No dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you guys want to come to New York and play at this butterfly dive, let me know. Oh, I'm coming like next to. week. Yeah, I got it. I want to come. I want to get a video of it. I also want to go to New York. Right, come they, with me. Do they still give you paper call sheets? Uh, no. And I was I was rigging on Joker, so like setting up beforehand. So mm. we don't get call sheets. The riggers don't get call sheets. No, I meant for the other projects. Oh, for Daredevil? Yeah. <laughs> we do. If you want to offload them once it won't get you in trouble, I have your other ones hanging in my office, and I love them. I also I would have never, your other ones. I would never give away a call sheet. You're oh, like, you're right. I don't have anything hanging on my wall. <laughs> you're a good Just, company man. You have a yeah. duplicate of a duplicate. Yeah, no, these yeah. are the ones I got off of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> They're 4chan Xerox of Xerox. <laughs> and it's going to run out of toner soon. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, this one is way more, it's way more secretive than previous iterations of Daredevil. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot going on. Is there? Yeah, it's the first, feel- it's the first Marvel thing that's going to really address time during the blip. Oh, okay. If you notice while you're on set, because pictures have already leaked, like all the movie posters or anything that's dated is dated years ago. Ah. Ooh, yeah. I didn't know that at all. We 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 know that um his other people like Foggy and uh what's her name? Foggy Karen and Karen Page. aren't Karen in the Page. show. They're not in the show. We think it's during the blip. Or they're, they're the not in, or they're not in the show like Garfield wasn't in fucking No Way Home. Fair and they're going to be in the back half of the season. Fair enough. Yeah. Garfield the cat? Yeah, dude, he hates Mondays, but he really he really hates <laughs> he the Green Goblin. But he loves lasagna. Right. Right. Loves lasagna. There's a place in Hell's Kitchen that makes killer lasagna. And you'd think if he likes, you know, the way lasagna looks, he'd like the way that William Defoe's face looks. Cuz it's yeah. just melted cheese on a crisp noodle. Oh, shout out to Taco Mahal in Hell's Kitchen too. That was delicious. Who? Taco Mahal. It's Indian talk. It's tacos, but also Indian food. How often you come to New York? I was there in November, but not for comedy purposes, for tourist purposes. For tacos. For for tacos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want to do a comedy trip, but like the last time I was out there, it was like, it was too late to be like, hey, can I jump on something? And also I was there as like a tourist. Never too late for tacos, though. Yeah, right. And my cousin lives out there. So that's exciting, Scoop. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. After uh, after years and years of working on God Friended Me, I finally have a reason (laughs) to be back on the show. (laughs) Hell yeah. God Friended Me, uh, season four, starting soon. Is it? No, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, no, that show got canceled and we were all like, it's about time. Even though we lost our jobs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really weird. Joe Morton was in that show. I was talking about that guy the other day, wondering what happened to him. Miles Bennett Dyson? Joe Morton? Uh, he played Miles Dyson in Terminator 2? Terminator 2, yeah. That guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
In God Frenemy? Yeah, you know, well, in God Frenemy, he played Arthur Finer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> old dude. I don't know. He's old. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. All right, interesting. Sorry, that was just, I, I honestly was thinking about that guy the other day, trying to figure out what else he's been in lately, and now I know. Hell yes. yeah. Matt can and only that- get an erection if he knows a character actor suffering somewhere. I mean, it helps. <laughs> I need that closure. <laughs> He needs so, the closure to get the splosure. You know what I'm saying? Splosure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, you, you uh, have yeah. a good uh, comedy tour out there, Scoop. Uh, yeah, we just did a tour of the South. Uh, it was fantastic. Zach Moss fell through a shower door. Yeah, uh, definitely the highlights. <laughs> I heard on Hippie Not Hippie that was one of the funny <laughs> dude. Wherever you turn up is usually one of the funniest episodes of any podcast. When you turn up, dude. Yeah, I'm fun. You are. You're very fun. I keep, I keep telling people this. They're not listening. You are <laughs> saving the ratings of this podcast right now. We're going to get yeah. renewed for another episode. <laughs> this was going to be the series finale. but Yeah, if we could promote it with your real name, we'd be in, in the rankings on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I might actually subscribe to it. <laughs> and, and yeah, I couldn't save God Friend to me. Well, you didn't want to. No matter to. how fun I was, I didn't want you, to. <laughs> you had a choice between saving God Friended Me and saving Podcast Geeks, and I'm glad you chose this one. Yeah. We it was like that Scoop. final scene in The Good Son where she's holding both of her kids over the cliff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, we, we thank you for your service on that because this yeah. show needs to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> of course some of you us watching anything? Middle of nowhere need this. Uh, we know you're in in the middle of it all but are you watching uh, anything good that you want to share no no I, I had no time to watch anything on tour and then i got back and i've been catching up on the last of us oh. so, <clears> yeah. yeah i i got through episode four and then i got to bored I, I don't know i'm not one for survival horror i am totally one for survival horror Okay, so I just got up to the one where uh, they were trying to get out of the city, and then they got rushed, and the little kid got bit, and then he got. I haven't gone that far. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> I just everything I just worked out fine. Three. I just finished episode three last night. That's the really sweet Offerman. love story with Nick Offerman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been listening to Ron, Linda Ronstan for the last uh, forty-eight hours. <laughs> nice, as you should. I mean, I love doing that, finding a song in a show, and then making that you know my playlist i find most of my playlists have some sort of movie or tv theme to them yeah yeah you have like a thing that like i have a whole you know playlist of like things i've seen in movies tv shows commercials things that other people have shown me one of my playlists uh is the alkaline trio version of moving right along because you and yeah, I listen to that. Yeah, yeah. You, and I, you and I listened to that driving out to the South Dakota Festival that one year. You yeah, and me so and Crawford. Good. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And, and like, I loved it so much. It makes me think of you every time I uh, I play it. You know, I have this playlist where it's from TV shows, movies, people that I know and love that I reminds me of. <laughs> so that's your song on that playlist. Man, I'm so happy that that was my contribution. Yeah. I love that song. <laughs> and now I do too. I had never heard the Alkaline Trio version of it. Uh, I think I just discovered it before that trip. Mm. And that's when I, I got I got a speeding ticket in South Dakota to that song. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, right. Did you, you find it? You didn't bail him out with the old uh, rent payer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Scoop 
clubbed him over the head with it. Clubbed that cop. Isn't that the red pair? Like a slapjack? (laughs) (laughs) I just like the idea of you not even have to getting out of the car. Just swinging it out the window. (laughs) Using that hose crank system that Shaq uses in his pants. (laughs) Shaq famously has an average penis. Uh, Have you by chance seen the new Quantum Leap, Old Scoop? No, no. What a great TV show that shouldn't be at all. It's way better than it has any right being on network or being a continuation of a weird sci-fi show from the 80s. Really? It's so good. The new Quantum Leap. I like. I loved Quantum Leap. Dude, if you loved Quantum Leap, then you're going to really love new Quantum Leap. It's not even a reboot. It's a continuation. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's really good. Uh not in the first season technically i don't think he's mentioned he, he's shown as a 3d hologram and then okay uh, i don't want to spoil the finale but i think there were shenanigans yeah. implying that he will be in the second season because oh, as jordan Dahl says once you go back you lie you never go back <laughs> that's one of my favorite jokes <laughs> Jordan's out there now too, right? Yeah, Jordan's yeah, Jordan lives like 20 minutes south of me. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, his uh his girlfriend's writing for the Daily Show and uh oh. I have no idea what the hell Jordan's up to. Last, we saw him yeah. in Trinidad last summer. Well, yeah. I, that was the last time I saw him. Yeah, no, he's uh I think he's pretty focused on the podcast lately. His oh, yeah. podcast our uh our what is oh, fight island werewolf. and uh and werewolf radar yeah. hey who's the host she's writing for you don't work them. for she's, him <laughs> <laughs> no she's like uh she's writing for all of them i know i thought you were gonna maybe slip up out on the curb and be like roy would you i mean wait hold on what have they announced oh no i don't know <laughs> i hope roy gets not, it i can't i i don't I'm not even in the know of who's hosting snl uh more than like a week in advance yeah that's fair or more than yeah the Quinta Brunson episode was great. Was it? Yeah, dude. She tore yes. it up. That's like one of the best hosts I think they may have ever had. So I was supposed to be on that. And then uh, uh, I asked if I could get off early on Thursday to go open for Sam Talent. And they said, just take the whole week off. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, at least you got to see Sam do his thing. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Do you have to throw uh, I mean, away I, that stool that he was sitting on naked? <laughs> no, it was, uh, it's weird how much, like, how, like, excited the people at SNL will get when I'm like, I got a stand-up show. And they're like, you do stand-up? And you're like, we're surrounded by famous comedians right now. Like, how does this impress you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool, though. You should have been like, uh, hell yeah, I do. Come on out. Yeah. <laughs> one day i had a i had yeah. a uh a girl come to visit me in new york and uh you know i was just kind of like i was i was working on snl and i was waiting for the, the day to be done and then i i mentioned my boss that i had a lady friend who had just gotten to my place and he's like a girl that you're sleeping with and i'm like yeah it's like, so you can go home and have sex right now and i was like yeah and he's like oh my god just just go just take off and i was like we're working on saturday night Live. this should be more exciting than sex but uh see you guys <laughs> 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 uh that rules perfect live in the dream scoop yeah yes. dude, you have the coolest life you've bamboozled a landlord <laughs> allegedly he allegedly. scoops right now nobody is beaten <laughs> off the scoops path correct yeah scoops <laughs> yeah okay good <laughs> Yeah, you're my hero. You're out there slinging a big old wang. You got the cool eye. You're tall as shit. You're handsome. You work on all the coolest shows. 
Look at you. You're looking around because you're ready to stab anybody that comes up to try to mug you. You got a knife no, to do the stabbing? You yeah, you got your butterfly knife, knife ready. I, I was trying to think of how not romantic my day yesterday on Daredevil was, which was I, I drank way too much Saturday or Sunday night celebrating a hockey game and yeah. then uh, just had a... a, a uh, crippling bowel issues all day yesterday on set and did a lot of waddling like like one waddling to the bathroom that's that's my exciting life yeah, i have to imagine like, waddling in front of a superhero makes it worse <laughs> it sure does <laughs> dude oh you want to hear a story that i've only told once uh yes, one yes. time one time on avengers one uh we're filming that scene where uh where thor and iron man fight out in the out in the forest yeah uh, and we worked on it like it took us like you know two weeks to film that scene and we're out there one night and it's just pouring rain and uh so we're all like gotten rate like we all like multiple levels of rain gear and it's like it's like late winter so it's freezing and so we're wearing all these layers and uh <laughs> this is a really embarrassing story uh we all had out there was there was outhouses and uh I don't know what happened like in the outhouse because it was like dark and whatnot. Uh, but like when I pulled up my pants, I somehow like just caught like a flap of toilet paper in my pants and then went back to set in pouring rain, just dragging like 10 feet of toilet paper behind me. And <laughs> so because it happened to me like like years later, at, uh, I was at the creek in the cave and I just stepped on some wet toilet paper and it stuck <laughs> to my foot, which I'm now hyper aware of. But I walked on stage like that and I had no idea. And then uh, I was like, oh, my God. And you know, everyone's like laughing at me and whatnot. And I was like, you guys probably think this is my most embarrassing experience of dragging toilet paper behind me. But no, no. That's Iron cool. Man has seen me do it. Black Widow's seen me do it. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick Fury has seen me do it. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I just curl up on the ground. And be like, this isn't my fault. That's awesome. I've, yeah. dra- I've dragged it from my feet, but never from my pants. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't like I was like wiping my ass and just <laughs> left it in there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just, I, it looked all the famous people. Oh my god! That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Can you guys sign this? See? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's wet. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that rules. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad I I put that on wax to, to live on forever. <laughs> yeah. As many as seven or eight people will hear this. <laughs> That's the kind of numbers we're pulling down on broadcast geeks. Not once they hear we have scoop or numbers yeah. double at least. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, oh man, the old scoop bump. We might make some money off of this one. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> All right. Well, I should let you guys go. I've got a bunch of hockey stuff. I got to haul down the streets. Hi, buddy. Well, thanks for dropping in on our 300th episode. We always love when you come by. Please come by again whenever you're able. Yeah. We usually record on Tuesdays. You want to plug anything before you go? Uh, Yeah. Well, (laughs) if you're in New York, uh, I'm at Golden Sounds on Tuesday, and I'm at Broadway Comedy Club on Friday uh, of next week. Where are you going to be in a month? (laughs) In a month? Uh, <laughs> in a month, I have no idea where I'll be. Okay. Maybe Trinidad. This is four weeks Ooh. out. Are you coming to the fest? Uh, only if I can do the train tour. Okay. Oh. If you do, you're yeah. well. Moss is sleeping at my house, but I'll pull out the air mattress and you can sleep here too. I got a room yeah. also. Whichever. Yeah. Moss is going to cook tacos, guys. Yeah. Oh, it's not God. even going to be a party. It's going to be a taco thing. All right. Mm. I'll come hang do out you, and eat tacos. Do, I want to sleep. Do you have a before you invite Moss over? Do you have a shower curtain or a glass door? Shower curtain. (laughs) Thank God. I I childproofed the whole place. Yeah. (laughs) I want to stay anywhere in Trinidad except Nathan's house now that he has he's a snake guy. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, I heard he's a snake guy. He's a <laughs> snake guy. Snake. It's a big snake. snake. You got a snake. Fuck that. No. It's big. It's really? big. It's big as shit, dude. I can't back up far enough to show you on camera. Oh, no. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's like a fucking car from the Jungle Book. Yes. Fuck what? that, dude. It's going to end up eating him. Or George Michael, and then Nathan's going to beat it to death, and then he's going to have the coolest boots of any comic we know. <laughs> when you were describing how big it was, I really wanted to do Ice Cube for me, and I kind of like, there's snakes out there that big? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. All right. Well, yeah. thanks again, man. Thanks for dropping yeah, for sure. by, dude. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Take care. Right. See you guys. Better, buddy. All right. I feel like we delivered. I we, feel we like that. Yeah. That was great. We this is probably gonna be the longest episode of the podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, understandably. Uh, yeah. Hey everybody, it's Mitch dropping in here real quick. I know this has been a star-studded, guest-filled episode, and I have one more surprise here for you. This person was not available the day that we actually recorded number 300, but still wanted to come by and take part in the festivities. So, without further ado, I'm going to drop in a super-secret, on-location interview with founding member and our good friend, Jeff Albright. So we're going to hear from Jeff for a little bit, and then we'll get back to the end of the episode. It's episode 300, Spectacular Broadcast Geeks. We have founding member Jeff Albright back up in the studio here. Jeff, I'm well, here. hello. It's it's a studio. It does feel like we're. It feels like we're behind the scenes in a wrestling like. Uh, yeah, like dude. A, a behind the scenes show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we're about to watch some wrestling highlights. Where you know how like a wrestler, uh, they watch the highlights in the back, but they're not pointed at the TV because <laughs> they have to be pointed at the camera. So they're watching TV over their shoulder like this. Yeah. <laughs> It's more like Mitch has been making me listen to the past up the episodes I've missed, like Clockwork Orange style. Yeah. He's just dropping LSD into my eyes as, yeah. I'm, as I'm listening. But no, we're here. I'm I'm so glad you make a quick appearance. Um, yeah, buddy. Uh, founding member. Love this thing it. more than anything in the world. You, me, Matt, and Nate in the El Chirito. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting around talking about uh, my still today boy crush, Stephen Amell. Stephen Arrow. Amell. It all started with Arrow, right, Mitch? It all started with Arrow and those, those that show's over, the Flash is ending, so it's like, <sighs> but we're still going strong. You guys are. And I, I want to say this real quick because I'm not, I'm sure for all the millions of listeners out there who listen from day one, I haven't been on regularly. Um, I'm proud of these boys. I'm proud of everything they've done, keeping the show fucking running, despite me, like an anchor. Fucking oh, buddy, no, I'm no, kidding, I'm you. kidding. I'm a self-deprecator. That's why. Hey, I man, like we all are. We're, that's why we got but into no, comedy. I'm so proud. Man. 300 episodes. This is, dude, we've recorded some crazy episodes on East Colfax during of comedy <laughs> festivals, in movie theaters, in Mitch's car, which is and, currently for sale. Yeah, my car. Holy is shit. Have you put that as a no, tag dude, on the I car? I forgot. I should. Yeah, we've recorded at least a couple episodes <laughs> in that car that's currently for sale. In a parking garage at the <laughs> 16th Street Mall movie theater. Yeah. So, yeah. We've recorded at El Chirito. We recorded yep. at the Sex Spot Studios. Yep. Recorded at the Underground Studio of Mutiny. Yes. Dark. I don't want to ask what I'm going to ask because I don't care. But what is your favorite spot? Oh, dude, I, I love I mean, Chirito. We, we both know. It's always El Chirito, right? It's always El yeah. Chirito, dude. Uh, I, I will say I, st- I have nothing but love for you guys and the podcast, but it, it, it did it feel weird when it went to Zoom during the pandemic. 
Everything felt weird on oh, Zoom. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know? It was just like, I'm doing comedy and can't hear myself. And everyone just is like laughing at me as an old man not knowing how to log into Zoom. Well, I'm just like hitting buttons. <laughs> that was the best. He's too close but to yeah, his Yeah, it did feel weird. It did feel weird, man. And um, the, the the live aspect of the show, I think, has always been the best aspect. Yeah. Because we, when we did it at El Torito, we like let anyone come in. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we unfolded chairs, but there were chairs. You know what I mean? Chairs, like, you could come watch us if you wanted to. And have board. unlimited, um, what were they? The drinks. Mimosas. Yeah, mimosas and the then mimosa the chicharrones, episodes man. were insane. Yeah, mimosas and chicharrones got me through so many fucking Sundays in my life <laughs> <laughs> while doing the show. Oh, my God. It was just like I'm eating chicken and I'm drinking orange juice. There's alcohol involved. I think I'm going to survive today because right. of that. Yeah. Shout out Megan DePonso. She, yeah. She's the only guest to be fallen asleep during the podcast she because did. of the bottomless mimosas. Yeah, but Problems. Shout out to Wide, Wide Right. Wide Right. Go there and drink. Yeah. It's a, it's a, if you're a Bills fan or just a fan of comedy and sports, just yeah. go down there. It's a surviving bar in Denver. Let's just say that. Yeah. I mean, it's been through so many different iterations. We've seen Scoop Jensen. Scoop. Scoop. He came back recently. Am I he, wrong on that? Uh, he was there last night. There you go. Uh, well, I mean... You, you guys look at this. Break kayfabe here. You know how we do the time structure, and yeah. you know things can come a year or so ago, <laughs> or be you know ahead. Yeah, we fucked with the time crystal, and uh, it, it's we need to put it back in the timeline so that it fixes everything. Jeff, can I ask you a question? Yes. How do you feel about the Marvel Cinematic Universe right, lately? I will say that I had no uh, rush to go see Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. I also did not feel that urgency. Right, which internally makes me, is it that movie or is it the universe itself that I'm not motivated to go see, you know? I'm also, like, for me, Endgame was such a good capstone. Yeah. And I've been enjoying, like, I liked WandaVision and I liked all the things. But like, but you watched to watch them at home. You got mm, to watch them at home. Right. So the DC, it, it, I guess it was a celebration here. Has the Disney Plus made it like less, um, I don't know, attractive to go to the movie theaters to see one individual movie when you know it's already going to be on there and you're seeing shows that are tied into those movies that are directly released on Disney Plus. Right. You know what I mean? So to me, it's just like, I'll wait for Disney Plus. Right. Am I a whore? I don't know. No, I mean, they definitely spoiled us with that. Uh, that little like like hey just wait forty days or whatever and it'll yeah. be yeah um I don't know man I they killed my favorite character at the end of Endgame so I feel like I don't have a personal stake in have you been holding on the, to the slim of hopes of hopes that he might come back Robert Downey Jr. and just slum <laughs> I feel like some it's, like way of ways like <laughs> it's Easter weekend while we're recording this and uh, <laughs> we were the talking resurrection about he will be risen. Stark. Tony Stark, the third day, the fucking armor was rolled away from the tomb. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so beautiful. The arc reactor was clear of the <laughs> electromagnetic. There um, needs to be a, what are the eggs? A Cadbury arc reactor egg. Ooh, it's just like, that'd be great. We would eat the hell out of those. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to come back. I think he wants way too much money. He yeah. wants $80 million. Yeah. And then you got to pay him to also be de-aged. Like, yeah. you also have to be like, well, you don't yeah. look so great anymore. But we, so we got to apply uh, five million of that to defacing you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they got to give him the Indiana Jones four, uh, five treatment. Yeah. Speaking of, last one, they officially said it's the one. 
That's it. That's it. I don't know if they clearly said there's no spinoffs going to be involved, but they said no more Indiana Jones movies. So, Ooh, yeah. I was glad you to hear that. I mean, officially, like, I don't want do... another Chris Pratt, you know, like... Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, or just, like, you know, whoever, you know, Miss Marvel turned into, you know, whoever. Just, yeah. like, I don't, there's no more Indiana Jones. Yeah. You don't think they're going to do, like, because Phoebe Waller-Bridge plays uh, Marcus Brody's right. daughter in that? Is that, is that a confirmed? That Have you guys confirmed. talked about this? I didn't know that. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I, we didn't talk about it specifically. Brody. Oh, Marcus Brody. Dude, that's one of my favorite. The best. One of my favorite uh, clips in these the Indiana Jones movies is when in Last Crusade, when he's got Brody as the map and Indy is talking to the Nazis and he's like, he's got a three-day head start. He knows several languages. He'll go wherever he wants. He knows every custom. He'll blend in. And it's just a smash cut to Brody walking through the market guy and does, hey, I speak English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the best stepdad in the entire world. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or is he more, is he a stepdad or is he more like a... Uh, uh, Grandpa? Well, like a butler. Kind of like a Batman with... You know, God, I got nothing of, you know. I know that I kind of feel like, remember Jonathan and the mummy, the brother? I've never seen the mummy. Oh, man. I know we're opening a oh, whole with can Academy of worms. Academy right Award winning. I know, I know. Brendan Fraser? He listens to the podcast, so he's yeah, going to be very the upset with me. man abides. But uh, yeah, dude, I think there's, he's kind of like the, uh, I don't want to say he's Alfred, but he's basically Alfred. Yeah, yeah. Alfred. I couldn't, I can't come he's up like with him. He's like Q. No, he's not like you. He cares for Indy. He knows he knows Indy's dad is gone. Or, or did he lie? I don't know. But he knows he's gone. He's been his character. He's literally the Alfred of Indiana Jones. Yep. Master Wayne. Master, yeah. Master Jones. That's a weird thing. Master Jones. There you are. You are Master Jones. Jesus Christ. I do Christ. have a kid named Indiana. So let's get, I want to get back to 300 episodes. Okay. Yeah. We are, because I know this will all be edited out. But, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get back to 300. Uh, I've always loved the podcast, the listeners. Um, I just always love getting together with my best homies, you know what I mean? And yeah, just man. talking about shit that we think is the coolest shit in the world, you know? Yeah. Which mattered to no one, but I thought we thought if we put all of our voices together and just send it out into the multiverse, yeah. like, we were going to get, like, and we may be getting, I don't know, responders <laughs> and all these people love it. And fuck, we're, man, 300 episodes later and we're still doing it. Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to have so much audio of all of our voices that they can recreate AI of us. Holy shit. AI Jeff Albright. Hey, did you guys see Green Arrow? <laughs> Do you love Stephen? I'm Al. <laughs> oh, Speaking of C-Mel, um, I want to talk wrestling a little bit. Yeah, we can, you we, have we been. We can throw some, I know, I want to talk to you so about that. So since you've been kind of stepping back from being on the show as often. Yes. You and I have a side chat going where yes. we just geek out on wrestling every week. I got, I think that's what it is. I needed a <laughs> That's so fucking funny, man. I never thought about that. I needed a, a, something to fill the hole. You needed a void. Yeah. yeah, and I found... I So I grew up uh, loving WWF. Right. Uh, I saw... I have to... I, as I learned getting re-back into this, I didn't see Hulk Hogan beat Andre the Giant because that was WrestleMania. Right. I saw Andre the Giant beat Hulk Hogan and get the belt bat live when oh, I was a kid shit. at the Fort. Oh no, I want to say it was at the Fort Wayne Coliseum or was that Marcus Square? No, it was Marcus Square Arena, uh, where the Pacers used to play back in the day. And I was there live as a kid, and I loved WWF as a kid. It was the I I mean it was Jordan and Hogan mm-hmm. to me when I grew up. They had posters all over my wall. Uh, my favorite wrestler of all time. 
uh, is Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Oh, yeah. He just recently passed. Yeah, he did recently pass. Uh, His son is running his Twitter account. But he was my favorite wrestler. Ultimate Warrior, obviously. Macho Man Randy Savage happened to be a neighbor of my parents when they lived in Florida. Hell, yeah. And then I got over it. And then in college, uh, the... The NWO happened, and I worked at bars and restaurants. That's a different company, dude. Yeah, I know. And that got me reinvolved, and then I got away. But recently, uh, I've been reinvigorated by professional wrestling. So, What do you think brought that on? I think what it was is comedians love wrestling. Right. Like, yeah, they're, they're they all love it. Dorks. And I think what it is, they love the performance, the writing. The pageantry. The pageant. Yeah, just totally. Yeah, um, you, the physicality I, is also something that we can't do, but we can. <laughs> but no, but we can participate still. Like yeah. you do at Lucha Libre and Last. Right. Like you are an unbelievable commentator. Have you gotten in the ring? I haven't been. Uh, have you actually done, hit some bumps yet? No, or you? dude. I, so right when I started working with them, a couple years ago, like when Sam moved out to Las Vegas, right. I felt I filled in for him while he was not in town with Nathan Lund. Okay. Um, dude, I bounced off the ropes and I dropped an elbow in the middle of the The people's ring. or just a Mitch Jones? Just like a... I mean, you didn't want to steal to, from the man, right? Yeah. Just, not the man, but you I know. mean, yeah, not Becky, not the Irish last kicker, but like I bounced off the rope, did a fucking He dropped elbow an elbow, yeah. In the middle of the ring, I must have hit like the center crossbar of the ring because I had the biggest <laughs> bruised elbow for the rest of like. Mitch, had, Mitch gave up on wrestling that night. You just think I'm I, done. Commentating I, only. I wanted to go to Shawn Michaels' wrestling school instead of right? real college. Um, you should have. Dude, I should have. My life would be so different, but then yeah. I wouldn't. And you wouldn't have student loans probably <laughs> no, I would be like you just own you know like say ah man I gotta get 18 people's elbows before I can pay this loan <laughs> off like <laughs> yeah do seven super kicks a yep. night yeah no slapping the leg well you still have a future I mean you can I think you still you know it's dude, not too late for you oh I'm 35 dude my dude I'm 49 bro you I can, know. I'm sorry <laughs> I don't mean to like you you can still do rank it on me I know dude, I DDP, did pull rank. DDP didn't start wrestling until he was four in his forties. Yeah, yeah was, exactly. And yeah. look at him now. Yeah, he's he, teaching old people how not to be sore anymore. Dude, I want to do DDP yoga, but I feel like I, it will be too intense for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it will hurt. It oh, will yeah. hurt you. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'd like I'd rather just drop the people's elbow than do DDP yoga. Right. So so you started WWF, then you switched WCW. You didn't stay brand loyal during the Attitude area. No, because no, I've <laughs> never been t- brand loyal wrestling wise. Uh, whatever's on TV. Right. There's yeah. only two. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like I was like living in the day where you could you only had regional. Right. Things that your dad drove you to and back to your Pontiac <laughs> Phoenix. the high school and, gymnasium. Yeah, seriously, yeah. I, I didn't come up like that. I was just like, I had, my parents had cable. We were kind of rich, you know. <laughs> I had TBS and I had whatever, you know. Hell I, yeah. I had access. USA. So WCW, I was on WCW, and I'm going to say it now, AEW. Um, just a little more on my pace. You are, yeah. yeah it's like, quicker. It's a little more intensive. It's, it focused on action and the matches. So. I feel kind of bad because I, I watch less AEW, and I've always been kind of brand loyal to the WWF and right. now WWE. I do like AEW, but like uh, I just don't follow it as closely. And maybe I should because I keep getting my dick kicked in waiting for things to happen in wwe yeah that's the problem and is that a vince mcmahon thing is it a i don't know but i think the pacing is what i go back to aw they come off the show starts with the main event 
it feels like every night it's just like bam show starts main event you know what i mean the action is insane there's no commentary there's no fucking soap opera drama shit it's just boom matches now i find the wrestling better in wwe you know what i mean just like how they wrestle Mm -hmm. i don't really like the over the top blood and you know just kind of like undersized just punch 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 of aew but I like the pacing better. So there's a, you know, you have, you have to watch both. Like you really have to watch both. It's a balance. It yeah, is. It's like eating your meat and your vegetables. And if you're a fan of, of either company, you're seeing people that you root for right. on both companies go back and forth. So it's, right. just not, it's not like, I mean, Paige is your favorite wrestler of all time. Well, okay, well, you turn on AEW, you have, watch Soraya. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like whatever. Yeah, Brian Danielson. Yes, 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 yes. There's a Twitter account that whenever, because John Moxley pretty much bleeds in every match that he's in. It's so over the top, dude. <laughs> it's so Twitter, over the top, and bro. It just goes. It just goes. John Moxley is bleeding on AEW Dynamite. It's yeah. just, it just the whenever the alert, it just tweets out randomly. So okay, we'll bring this up because we chatted about this a little bit ago, and this may not make air, but it's fun to talk about. This is uh, something where Moxley watching. bleeds every week. It's right. just every week. It looks so fake. But then you have someone. You know, on WWE this weekend, um, I'll, we'll bring it up. Uh, oh, versus Balor. Edge, Finn Balor, man. Oh, yeah. 14 stables on the top of his head. They had to give him injections, uh, numbing agents, you know what I mean? And staples during the match. Yeah. I didn't see them give him staples, and I'll give it up to WWE. How did you not? How did we not see them just like cranking those in his skull during the match? Dude, I was watching, and even I didn't see that. I must, like, yeah. So he must have cut away. I thought it. I thought his pain was fake. Did you? You know what I mean? Like, I saw them tending to him. Right. But I thought it was just part of the match. Yeah. Right. You think that you know they're like, oh, we can't go on. Right. We can't right, go on. Right. Right. Not that he didn't have a fucking gash down to his brain matter. It was bad. It was bad. And then his back just was insanely. And I just that's my thing. I I think the thing that got me off of wrestling when you were a child, it's like learning that Santa Claus isn't real. Right. And you learn that wrestling is pre-scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that turned me off. And then you get back on storylines. So once you get hooked into a storyline, you're you're good. You know right. what I mean? As a wrestling fan, and I'm hooked, man. I'm fucking hooked. Clearly. I think I like wrestling more than Comic, Marvel movies. Marvel, right, yeah, yeah, we're going to take it all back. But, still yeah. has the super heroics and the pageantry. And, and it's real. Yeah. They're really bleeding. They're yeah. really getting 14 staples in their head. It's not, you know. Or your fucking, uh, what's that guy's name? Daniel Garcia, who went did a flip at one of those shows during WrestleMania weekend. And he was a bunch of tables stacked on the outside. And he fell and like folded his leg up the wrong way. You oh, know, just busted. So busted. He's out six months, eight yeah. months, oh, a God. year. He'll, you know he'll be I mean? lucky yeah. if he can be a high flyer wrestler ever again. Oh man! Now technology, we we will rebuild him. We can. We have the technology. Yeah, we have the technology. The um, are you looking forward to seeing a Super Mario Brothers movie? I am, and I want. <laughs> I wanted to say something. You posted something earlier, or we posted a meme. The broadcast geeks, right? Not you, Mitch, but and it was like, don't spoil the Mario movie. But I was like, if we've all played the game, isn't the movie already spoiled? <laughs> That's like, a good point. You know what I mean? It's like every trope that we've loved in the game and every character is like, this is a movie full of spoilers if yeah. you've ever played a video game. He's yeah. smashing the Koopa. He's saving the princess. So are we Are you, Are you? Are we worried about the Chris Pratt? I don't know. I don't. How did you feel? When you first heard Chris Pratt was going to be Mario, how did you feel? I didn't make a big deal of it. 
I don't really care because like Captain Lou Albano it was take it back to wrestling. Yeah. He was Mario in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which was a show that I fucking loved. It's amazing. And people... I remember that. I remember it. I'm old enough to remember it. Yeah. Yeah. People think that Mario is full on from Italy. No, he lives in Brooklyn. He's an Italian-American. So he's not going to be like, oh, well, mamma mia. Yeah. I say that, but he's probably also going to be like, I wasted my tomato sauce. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, and he's a go. he's a video. It's not even like he's a cartoon character. Right. He's a video character that became a cartoon character. That be, wait, I was gonna say there hasn't been a live action, but there has been a live Bob action. Bob Hoskins. Right. That's right, Bob Hoskins. John Leguizamo. Where was Bob Hoskins born? Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland, he's Ohio. That's so funny. I was no, he's like, English. Oh, English. I thought you said Cleveland. I was like, same difference. It would make sense because you think when you think Bob Hoskins, you think of him in Roger Rabbit. And yep. he's just like, ah, God damn it. I got to do this. So an English person first played Mario right. in the theater. Some people say that Mario, if you go by the games, he's full on Japanese. Whoa. <laughs> Is this breaking news? Breaking Are we news. like. Well, he has to be. Yeah, I've seen the documentary about. Uh, Nintendo, there's one, or did I just create one in my mind? That I've no, seen there's one. uh, but no, he was created as a yeah, yeah, he was yeah. a yeah, character. There's a great YouTube channel called The Gaming Historian, and Ooh. you can watch the history of Super Mario World, the history of Super Mario 3. And it's a, it's it's not your typical, like, hey guys, what's going on? It's Corey, don't make sure to it's it's more just like an actual documentary. Do you say? Oh, here it is, the train. The train. Loco comedy, everyone. We call that because we're not. Yeah. yeah, we just did a beautiful, we're, we're actually recording now in Loveland Ale Works <laughs> back room uh, where we just did Jeff's comedy show. Thanks again, Jeff. Yeah, it was great. We, you crushed everyone. Thank I mean, you. Miss Jones, always uh, featuring Kamek for Mike Hammock, the headliner. Mike Hammock, our former Geek Fuel representative. Yes. <laughs> Geek Fuel, everybody give up for Geek Fuel if you haven't subscribed or uh, got your box yet? Uh, reach out to Mike Hammock online, and he'll <laughs> definitely not get back to you, everyone. Yeah, so, tell yeah, the, geek tell Mike Hammock the broadcast. No, that was so fun. I remember those sponsorship days. We were just like, we're sponsored now. We're just going to lift off in a rocket ship out of the, me- out of the, the middle moon, of, the, baby. of the comedy room room, and we're going to be more. And then we got an FM radio show. Do you yeah, remember geek- that? Oh, yeah. I had to cut all the cussing out of it. They got on air like twice, I think. I'm not it sure. Was, it made the rounds on Sexpot Radio and then also Denver Open Media. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out Wally Wallace. Aw. Go to the festival. We, uh, yeah, go to the Trinidad Festival. Yeah. It's no longer a bike festival. It's only a full-on <laughs> comedy festival. And trains. And trains. And trains and comedy go really good together. Hey, yeah, oh. As you just heard, yeah. Uh, don't hang us? out with the comedians in the hotel rooms. Oh, yeah. Do they lock us in here? Is it, what time does this place <laughs> close? Mitch and I are now brewing beer for Level Networks. We have yeah. one. Okay, great. Um, let's talk about. No, no, no. Talk about it. Um, I just wanted to see. I just didn't want to be in their way. Oh, the Spider-Verse trailer? Uh, they are closed, actually. They are closed. No. Um, we, we're almost at a half hour, so we can still. We, we, we want to get it up to a half hour, and then we'll call it good. Yeah, okay, let's talk about... What were you going to talk about? Yeah, yeah, I mean, this part is going to be... I mean, like, I go... I feel like Mitch is going to cut all of our, like, this... This out. So you're going to take snippets from this. No, this is going to be a full, like... No, God. This is going to be the longest episode that we've done. <laughs> just me waiting to go home. I was like, <laughs> am I my 300 appearance? No, 300 episodes has been great. Uh, Stephen Mel. Let's talk about Stephen Mel. Right. Um, he was at WrestleMania. 
Right. He was and front row. Have you ever seen a man get his heart broken more than a man like that in the front row rooting for one of his best friends? I I saw Cody Rhodes get his 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 heart broken and Stephen Amell. On and two nights in a row, two though. Two nights in a row, dude. He was there for Raw the next day, got smashed by Brock Lesnar. Okay, so can I ask you, have you watched Stephen Amell's uh, show, the wrestling Heels? show? No. Heels, yes. It has Heels. CM Punk in it, right? I think so, which he's controversial as hell right now. Right. He talks, he's... You know, it said that Hangman Page is an empty-headed fuck. I'll take umbrage with that because I like Hangman Page. So here's the thing about the AEW. Right. I didn't know that so many wrestlers were invested, in like as far as like ownership, um, creative control, things like that. Right. You know, you think of the WWE, it's Vince McMahon, Stephanie, Stephanie, and then uh, Vince Jr., Triple H. <laughs> Vince Jr. Is that his name? Shane. Shane, Jesus Christ. It basically is Vince. Shane blew his knee out. Oh, God. Sacrifice Shane. Shane. <laughs> Good sacrifice, buddy, at, yeah. at WrestleMania. But. They gave Shane McMahon, and they gave him a match instead of L.A. Knight. Yeah, dude, in L.A., four nights. He was on Friday before. He was on the SmackDown. The SmackDown, but he didn't do anything. He, you know. Andre the Giant Battle Royal. You could clearly hear the crowd rooting for him at the Andre Giant Battle Mm -hmm. Royal. I mean, seriously, every time he did a bump or threw somebody out, it was just like, L.A., L.A. So that bothered me. It was just like, you know, capitalize on the situation. I have to say it. Do you feel that's Vince McMahon being back in control? Oh, dude, I read nothing but doom and gloom all day about how re- the worker morale is gone. The They're back to the last-minute script changes that are changing yeah. at the drop of a hat. Bailey was pulled from Raw. What? Yeah, she was there, and then last minute she was pulled from the event. You could see it in Triple H's um, expressions and his responses at the WrestleMania post you know, the post-interview. Scrum. The, yeah. The media scrum. The media scrum. Um, he, You could just tell. He knew. He wanted to, like, capitalize on the success they just had. And then you could just see there was no, like, glimp, glimpse of future in his eyes. He was just like, I don't want to talk about that shit. Tonight was the greatest night ever. I was in charge. Tomorrow's a fucking whole other thing. And it. I just hope uh, Vince stands okay. in front of some stairs at some point. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> and here's the thing: Triple H doesn't even need to shove him. He has the force because he has Kylo Ren's helmet permanently <laughs> attached to his fucking head. <laughs> I see. I keep seeing commercials for um, like this cheap Botox thing you can do now, and I just like Triple H would be the greatest fucking ambassador for that product. Is it because he has a wrinkly head, or is it because- it's not even wrinkly, dude? It's just like. It's like multiple speed bumps. It's like really bad. Like he Is looks it from blading, cutting himself. No, man. It's just. I think it's just. His forehead. I don't know what it is. It's so funny online. I think it's not. If you see him in person, it probably wouldn't look that weird. But like when you're on television and he's in front of you know the gl- the glare of media, right? He just got the Kylo Ren helmet head. It's just like right I gotta. Look, I gotta. I'll notice this a little bit more. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I, I don't know if Stephanie says anything to him about it, but probably not. No, she was stepping down. But anyway, man, I, that's what I've been into. If I'm geeking on anything, it's wrestling. So yeah. that's what I've been doing on the the months and months and months that I've been on the podcast. You uh, drop by every once in a while. When I try available. to, man. I just, uh, you know, being a stepdad and running shows and yeah. being really into wrestling, it makes it really hard. So you're yeah. like Bernie Burns. He started Rooster go. Teeth, the <laughs> company that made yes. Red versus Blue. Right. Got it built up. Up, 
and then just stepped away and comes back whenever from the Phil Knight of bad podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) This is gonna get eight of listeners, Jeff. Yeah, I know. I love this podcast literally more than uh, seriously, guys. This is a heartful. uh, We did this so many years ago, and it's been fucking fun as hell. Some of my best days have been recording this podcast with you guys. So likewise, man. We miss you. Some of our funniest times. Yeah. So please, you know, come back when you can. I'm glad you're you're feeling it again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I'm available and willing and able. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, available, sometimes. Willing and able. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you want to plug? No, I mean, local comedy. Check out local comedy. If you're ever in Loveland, Colorado, I don't know where you would be, but, like, come up here. We do great fucking shows up here. Like, yeah. seriously, Mitch was just on one. He crushed. Yeah, you know, it was Loveland a fun Bay show in a loading dock at a brewery. Hell yeah, dude. This was on great. On a Wednesday night. You know what I mean? There's, like, a, you know, yeah, 20-somethings of people here. Like, it was packed out, man. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was fun. So check out local comedy. I love comedy, so just keep doing it. Keep watching all the geek shows. Follow the broadcast geeks. Um, stay geeky. That's all I can say. Just like, I, I, as a stepdad, I'll say this real quick. Yeah. As a stepdad, my kid will be like, you're a nerd. And I'm like, I'm a geek, not a nerd. Right. There's a big difference. And then he'll literally do the math in his head like, you are a geek. You're right. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it's just like, yes, there's a big difference between a nerd and a geek. I'm a geek. I've always been a broadcast geek. Broadcast geeks for life. For life. Well, you know, there's only one thing left to cap it off, and that's the sign-off line we've done for 300 episodes. Well, I believe that does it for the the episode 300. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This is Sparta! I can't think of any other 300 things. Um, other than like Tell King Jackshees or whatever the fuck he says, <laughs> then we we shall fight in the shade. Um, nice ball. Yeah, thanks, man. I I'm trying. You know, I'm part of the Zack Snyder averse. Sell hashtag sell Zack Snyder verse to the to Netflix. Um, but uh, we always appreciate you guys coming and listening to us. You've stuck with us for 300 episodes, 302 if you're counting the 2.5s. But uh, officially, thank you guys. You've stuck with us for what is this like four or five years of doing this podcast? It's probably more like six years. I think uh, 2015. Um, wasn't I was gonna say, it? I, th- I think it's more like eight. Son of a fucking bitch. Uh, well, that's great. Uh, we plan to keep going. I know I make a lot of jokes about this being the last episode and it being the f- series finale, but no, we're going to keep going. And uh, if you want to come back uh, again, we would love to have you. You can find us on our Facebook page. You can find us on uh, our Twitter at Broadcast Geeks is the handle. Instagram Broadcast underscore Geeks. Uh, you can find us on our Reddit. We're trying to get that off the ground. R slash Broadcast Geeks. You can subscribe and rate and like and comment on us on anywhere you find podcasts whether it's podbean spotify iheart radio google podcast apple podcast we're gonna get on stitcher we're gonna get on fucking soundcloud we're gonna go on fucking your mom's ass app um yeah is there anything you guys want to shout out before we do our 300th sign off line no um hit up the chubby behemoth youtube oh <laughs> uh, yeah but Get also on there no no snakes yet hopefully never should we have a youtube we they have do. a youtube we have a youtube it's uh we don't put video on it depending on how much editing you're gonna do it's it's more work than it should be i'm just gonna put the audio under a stagnant shot of the logo that's the easy way to do it that's right i have yeah. i have apps i was using hit me up i've got info for you all right cool well until next time, we're going to come back to do this again. 
uh hey thank you guys uh for always being here it's always a delight to talk to you guys every week i i can't wait to do this again at the trinidad comedy festival yeah Yeah. southwest chief um and yeah well we're gonna do it big style big willie style na 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 three two one excellent